episode 195, Too Much Reminiscing. This is the Ericast for the week of October 7, 2012. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. So thanks for listening to the Ericast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742, listener feedback line. And this week, let's talk about memories and reminiscing and living in the past or, or not. And here's why that comes to mind. Remember that I am not a I'm not a I'm not a fiction person. I'm not a fiction reader. Uh, when I was a kid, I always read nonfiction for fun. Not big into novels, etc. I've joked about movies with the whole, you know, as much action as possible, unencumbered by plot, that kind of thing. That's kind of my, my general vibe. Well, late last week, I was invited to a friend's house for the, the monthly guys movie night thing, and we watched Rocky. Because I at least was alive when Rocky came out. I, I don't think he was, but... Uh, it was it's it's one of those pieces of american cultural literacy that was it just not quite there in my brain you know everyone knows the yo adrian thing and that's about it i just it's like okay at some point i've got to see this movie so i saw that movie and it was kind of interesting you know looking at the 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 phonograph on the wall and the old cars and stuff and realizing okay this is um this is the society of my my youth, my young childhood. And then driving home, for some reason, uh, Sirius XM has not turned off my free satellite weekend. So if they want to give it to me, I will listen to it. And I have the AD station on, and they played Footloose. Footloose? I think it was Footloose. Or was it something else from the Footloose movie? I don't remember. I think it was a different... Anyway, point being something from Footloose, 1983, which got me thinking about that. And I realized, hmm, this, not like is actively unhealthy, but my brain does have some sort of section, bucket, area for non-reality thinking, <laughs> for, for some sort of, um, you know, not quite engaged in, in the here and now. Let's call it. But in my world, that ends up thinking about the past and reminiscing on the past, as opposed to those who pick up a novel and read that and are sort of mentally engrossed in a a non-existent fantasy environment. You know, my memories of the the 1980s or even 1970s are very real, as real as any memory is, but it's certainly not real or relevant now, you know? And I've talked many times before uh, the fact that Ruth's grandmother, who is who is still with us, age 95 or whatever, has commented, when you think back on the past, you remember the good and you remember the bad, but you don't remember the, you know, the, the vast majority of the time that just was just nothing, just eh, you know? And that's the danger in reminiscing, where you, you think back to, oh, I remember those times when, you know, whatever. And especially as times and technology change so much, you know, I, the, when I was, you know, 12 or 13, 
living up in beautiful Cornucopia, Wisconsin, we would bike to downtown. Now, downtown is like one block, and it's like the general store, and whatever, but we'd bike there. And, well, it's like a mile-long road from where we lived to get there. So I'd bike a mile, it's fine. And I remember, if I think back to that, and I remember times where I, you know, oh, there was that really cold day where, you know, the wind was cutting right through my gloves and I'm biking into the wind. It was really hard and I was happy to get home. Or, you know, brief little snippets like that. The one, to, the, the time where the fog had rolled in, you could see, you know, the fog kind of blowing above you. And we went, we went through downtown, went up the hill to the campground, and there was just this, this fog bank that was just kind of lying over the town like a blanket, but you could get up and above it and see that. Well, those are just like two or three minutes worth of what would have been hours of long, dull biking down that road. No portable MP3 player where you could listen to music to entertain yourself. You know, I suppose, I suppose I could have had a Walkman, but my parents would have rightfully pointed out that that would be really dumb and really dangerous because then you can't hear traffic coming. You know. So anyway, so if I reminisce about oh those those times biking, yeah, you know, well, if I wrote down and reenacted like every minute that I could remember it would be just like a fraction of a percent of the amount of time that I spent doing that. So is there really any... You know, what value is there in memories, in, in... You know, you can't really live in the past, but, you know, well, yes, you can, Eric, because you, you can do it. You're doing it right now. Is there a danger to that? Are, are you witnessing the first moment on my downward spiral of philosophical introspection. I hope not. Mm. But just that, just an interesting, just kind of an interesting thing to, to think about, and especially as you think about the the years of Ericasts um, and the little snippets where I could go back to the old recordings and actually hear a stretch. But even then, if I were to try and re- recount them now, I certainly couldn't. I can mention a few highlights. I remember Joanne sitting in the den and recording the sweepers and that kind of stuff. But otherwise, it's just kind of, well, that's what we did, and here we are. It's now 2012. Wow. By the way, if I continue the Aircast into 2013, is it going to be 2013 or 2013? See, because remember we decided not to do 2011 because it was just too... 20 E's strung together, but 2013 is too many TH's strung together. So I think I might say 2013. Hmm. So here I am, moving from the reminiscing about the past to thinking to the future, because who knows if any of us, if the world ends in December of 2012, then you won't have to worry about it, right? All right. So, uh, let me know what you think. 206-339-3742. Or if you ever just want to like get on the phone and reminisce, 612-FAMEWAY, whatever that phone number is, feel free to call it and chat. If you do, I actually might record it, and then I'll have more more podcast material. I have got to call Chad. Got to set that appointment up, Chad, so that we can... We can I can't find my dual mic setup. I had the, the 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 pair of lav mics for the Olympus recorder, and somewhere in the office move over the summer, it's it's gone. I know it exists someplace. I just can't find it. So, well, speaking of so switching topics, speaking of 
recording memories, etc. I'm still trying to get so two simultaneous things. I'm still trying to get Candela to get back into her routine for doing a podcast, and I'm trying to get my faculty at work to do the whole micro lecture, you know, course capture thing where they just kind of do the, the simple little talk to the camera and say, "Hey, here I am," and here's this week's lesson on cost curves or ink and art or whatever it might be. Problem is, is getting. Decent audio is so hard. Oh, it's so hard. And YouTube has every button under the sun except one to fix the audio. So I had that recorded as a dweeb thought. And for those of you that are not up on the dweeb thoughts theme, theme, feed, whatever, feed, the theme of the feed, the feed theme, for those of you that don't subscribe to that. Or for those who do and want the fuller, richer version of that issue, I'm going to roll that uh, dweeb thought clip in before we close. Hi, I'm Jason DeRussia from WCCO-TV. I'm the Good Question Guy, and I've got a good question for you. What's your number one source for dweeb thoughts on the Internet? Well, if you're like me, it's ericcast.com. I have a nagging feeling that I've talked about this before, but it has arisen again as an issue, and I'm going to talk about it again. And I'm I'm hoping that someone can do more than just commiserate, but say, oh, why don't you use such and such, and it'll just all work out fine. YouTube needs some audio tools. Needs. Needs some audio tools. So I had a, um, a case recently where somebody we, we that whole Chesterton thing if a thing's worth doing it's worth doing badly we wanted to just uh, shoot a couple quick little promo videos that were going to go out with an email blast and say hey here's this event we'd love to have you you know you just shoot the video of the the speakers and stuff worked out great um the person who shot them who may have been kidding but actually probably not the 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 given the way he shot them, was saying, you know, I was trying to you know, go for that sort of, you know, gorilla camera, shaky cam look. And I explained, that's a great idea, but when you're shooting with an iPhone, you don't need to try and make it look shaky. It's going to look shaky. So his stuff was, like, really shaky. Like, I'm pretty tolerant of stuff, and I'm getting nauseated watching this. So I uploaded to YouTube. And YouTube said, this video looks shaky. Would you like to automatically stabilize it? I said, why, yes, I would. And aside from the fact that occasionally it kind of gets the little acid trip feel as the as the talent kind of smears across the screen because the CMOS sensors, you know, they pull from top to bottom. Um, so there are just, there are, it, it, it's not ideal, but it was amazing um, how good it looked through YouTube. Uh, and then later, I shot a video, held the camera as steady as I could, and of course there was some jitter, jittery stuff or whatever uploaded to YouTube. YouTube didn't flag it as jittery because it wasn't that bad, but I hit the stabilize anyway, and it's just beautiful. It's rock solid. I really like it. I suppose some people would say that doesn't look natural or it's overprocessed or whatever, but just the, the you know, talking head on an iPhone, it works out great. Here's the one thing that's missing. There's no way to optimize the audio. And I've done Google searches and things. And basically people are saying, oh, YouTube does too much compression, and I don't like that. It's, well, too bad. Yeah, I understand if you're doing music or whatever, you don't want, a, you, know, you, want to, you want to control your audio. I understand that. But for the basic little shoot the video and throw it on the web, I need something that's going to 
compress it, not not compress like make it small like file size, but compress it like audio compression, um, something that will normalize it. The basic stuff that the Levelator from the Conversations Network, that little audio app, what that does. Um, the particular need would be, for me, and I could do this regularly and play with it, would be for Candela's podcast, because she's just doing the little talking head thing, and she's not even nine. So the workflow that I've set up now, where you take the video, downloads to the computer, then you go to iMovie, open it in iMovie, extract the audio track, process the audio track through the Levelator app, then re-import the audio track, make sure you line it up properly. No! That's just dumb. We should not have to do that. Why is there not a button that does to the YouTube video what the Levelator app does for an audio file on your desktop? There's no reason this couldn't exist, but there's nothing in there. And I don't know if if there's uh, if you guys have any suggestions like, well, didn't you know that that feature is in Vimeo Pro? Or why don't you use Viddler? Or why not vlog it? Or you know any of those old tools? I don't even know what's current anymore. YouTube's kind of the, the 800-pound gorilla, so I'm assuming that if there's a tool out there to be had, it would be that one. Their stabilizing button sure works really nicely, so why can't we have the fix audio button and, and give me something like that? Please. Um, anyway, 206-339-3742 if you want to leave a comment uh, or or track me down through some other means if you know of a way uh, to fix audio going into YouTube because it seems to be a big gaping hole in the world of, of Internet video. There's got to be a way to do this. There's got to, right? Let me know. And now, back to the Ericast. Now, after that recording was made, and I sent out a plea to all of my tweeps and such, saying, hey, I, someone help me with this, someone, 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 please, 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 Steve Borch was nice enough to give me a very good workflow that involved QuickTime Pro, which was great, except he and I had both thought that QuickTime Pro, the, the Pro features of Pro, were basically free now, and it turns out that they aren't. You still have to pay 30 bucks for Pro, and if I have to pay 30 bucks to do this, I'm really not too keen on telling all my random faculty, well, you need to buy this $30 program. But basically what it is, is you open the movie up, you select the track, you save the track out as a separate movie file, which is going to be uncompressed audio, WAV or AIFF or whatever. Then run that through the Levelator, best app ever. Then take that, reopen that resulting output file in QuickTime, go back, copy that, go back to your original movie track and paste it in. And you paste the audio in and then your audio has been swapped out and processed. You resave that and you're good. That's not exactly an easy workflow. And in fact, I was doing this for someone and somewhere, I think it was the pasting step that got screwed up. Because we were doing it um, remoted into my office computer because that's the one that has a QuickTime Pro license and got that all re-uploaded to YouTube, etc. And before we actually sent the link out and said, here you go, we were smart, and we pressed play on it, and we had audio for the first two seconds, and it went silent. And he pointed out, well, that's not really any better. So anytime you have a process with that many steps, it's just too easy for something to go wrong. So if you guys have any ideas on how to clean up audio in video in a fairly nice automated way, I would love to hear about them. 206-339-3742, the listener feedback line, also conveniently spelling out 206-339-ERIC, E-R-I-C. So do give that a call, give some, give some input, and until next week, take care.
Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.